everybody. Welcome back for a brand new Incredible cast. Thank you for joining us again. Today we're going to be talking about our new series, The Incredible Pole Farm, episodes seven and eight, Taking Down the Barn. And today I have some special guests. Unfortunately, uh, my co-host, my wife, Beth, couldn't join us today, but don't worry. We have some exciting guest today we have my brother-in-law ben executive producer john collin and executive producer emily hyman it's great to have everybody with us today we're going to be talking about the barn episodes because this is the one episode when we first discussed this show uh you saw this episode john as kind of one that where the barn story would live over two episodes. It was one of the only stories we did all year that spanned two episodes. Uh, do you want to talk about that for a little minute about the thought process and extending that barn takedown over two episodes? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> there was no thought process when we were actually making it because when we were when we were making these episodes, we were making our episodes. And we moved to making, we, we moved to a half hour format, or sorry, let's back up for a second. The Vet Show, the original show is an hour episode. We were following in that like well-trod footsteps. And when we, we put together the first episode, uh, it, there was a lot of, thought and consideration behind like, is this the best format for what we're doing here? Because, well, it, if viewers have <laughs> stuck with the show long enough to reach to this point, they know that these are half hour shows. Um, and so, when, but we had already shot like the entire season <laughs> or, or like more than half of the season. And so the, this was actually a tricky episode because when we made the show, there was no, there was no, no consideration. It was perfect. It would run, you know, for the, the entire 45 minute show. So we had to figure out how to, where do we break the episode? How do, how, when we, when we went to retrofit the episodes into half hours, this was one of the challenging episodes because we had to find a break, a cut point within the, within the shows to, to sort of have a little cliffhanger and, uh, and then to get into the second episode. So that, <laughs> It's sort of, it's almost the opposite of what, how you set that question up, so. I would also say this, these two, this whole process of taking the barn down, there was so much content. It was hard to get it even to its current state of two and a half hours or even an hour. It would have been a really hard hour to cut down. I mean, it, it we just, there was so much there was just it, it's a complicated process there's so much process also charles i think this might have been your favorite this is actually a question for you was this your favorite thing we did because you were just like a kid in a candy store every day like i couldn't be happier to be in and among the beams <laughs> uh yeah i love this episode i love this project um being able to take something and save it like was super it was super cool for me like 
I'm, I guess I get, I have my, a little bit of my dad in me and he's always kind of like that guy that if he finds something super cool, that's old and you know, he can figure out some way to repurpose it or, uh, that he's going to do that. He always kind of did that. And so this episode is kind of that, you know, taking something, saving it from the scrap heap and then repurposing it into something new and reusing it. Like it speaks to me on a, a super level, a super high level, but then I love playing around with the big equipment. And so like, it, it's super cool to throw on those straps and go like 40 feet in the air. Although Ben, I think that was not your favorite part, like of of the the episode. That was my secret. <laughs> there, there, there are multiple things that I want to say right now. First, um, shout out like absolutely pneumatic films. Emily, you live up to your reputation, and you just straight up asked Charles a question like we were still filming right now, and you just went right back to him on that, which I give you back to. <laughs> always producing that's great like that is like perfect um the second thing um the you know there were a lot of things that happened during that that whole barn takedown and yeah there was it i mean you guys showed it in 220 for minute episodes um but there was a lot that went into that um i can only imagine the content that you guys had to filter through to pick out the best parts i will say that um these GoPros, man. I, I mean, you guys wanted to put GoPros everywhere. And I swear, I don't think you used any footage except for like in a few places. And when you do, it was like perfect timing. Hence where I fell. Um, it, it was just, we'll in get exact... to that in a moment. Oh, okay. All right. I don't want to, I don't want to give any spoilers away, Wait. but um, yeah. So uh, yes, I'm not a huge fan of heights, as everyone could could see. And Charles, I love the fact that you couldn't bend over and cut those nails. So I got to hang outside the basket and do it. So thank you for that, Charles. It wasn't this. It wasn't me being scared of hanging out of the basket. It was me being scared of dropping the uh, the the uh, buzz saw or the sawzall. The, the saw like down breaking the sawzall breaking somebody's head open like i just envisioned that i would be dropping the sawzall and and away it would go because that's something totally i would do um is drop the sawzall plus i'm not sure if i was the one who fell out of the basket if the harness would hold me i mean honestly let's be real right like uh maybe the thing snaps maybe we we bought the good ones charles don't worry you were all set we were rated for me um yeah. no that this episode it, it really was my favorite it, it was the one that i was really looking forward to and uh yeah it was it was super exciting to be able to find a barn we weren't sure whether we were going to find a barn that process was like i knew i had wa- that we wanted to find a barn and take down a barn and there's a there's a little bit longer story that um, it's like one of the things you can't cover everything when you're doing the series and you have to pick and choose. And so like a story that is kind of behind the scenes is when we were doing the sizzle, we took down a barn in Frankenmuth, but we didn't actually film it for the sizzle like we were going to, but I didn't have the crew. I can't remember why we didn't film it. But we, we filmed at the barn. We have footage of us 
touring the barn for the sizzle, but we didn't actually get the footage of us taking down the barn, but we had this process and I just remembered how cinematic it was and like how much I regretted not having the crew there to shoot us taking down this barn. And um, so we took down this barn for the sizzle and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so great. We need to do this for the series. And I could, you know, I could use another barn. I could figure out like how to put these two barns together because that's generally what farmers have done in this area is when they put up one barn and they kind of outgrew that they would, they would just put up another barn and kind of attach it to it. So there was, you know, I, I was confident and, you know, we looked, Ben and I, Ben was like, if we do this again, you should look for a bank barn, something that would be like a two story barn. So we, I drove around and I talked to this uh, Bill Klein, who was the barn guy that we knew. And he's like, well, there's this bank barn. I, and I drove around and I would look at this bank barn. I would look at that bank barn and we found one and we had to talk to the people and we weren't sure whether we would, <laughs> it was kind of late in the game, but it, it actually worked out that this uh that we'd be able to tour this this barn and i th i can't remember i think maybe it was definitely best first time when we filmed it and we toured the barn i think it was her first time seeing it ben it was only maybe your second time seeing that barn um when we went there with the cameras at that point yeah it was the second i think the second time um i went and looked at it originally just to make sure that everything was good um and from there, it was kind of like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna buy this barn and we're gonna take it down. And 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 Beth, I think Beth was amazed at uh, one the size of it, but then two also it being um, a being a bank barn, which was which was great because I really think that's it's gonna be awesome for season two when we put up a bank barn. Yeah, we. we Keep watching, keep streaming, folks. Keep streaming, binging. Yes. If you binge the show, watch it again. Watch it again. Watch it on Hulu. Go over to Hulu and watch it on Hulu so we can get that season two. Um, I talked to you guys, like John, Emily. I talk, I was talking about taking down this barn. Was you know when we were discussing it, and I was like, oh yeah, this is going to be really great. I mean, did you? Did you envision what you filmed or was were you totally like was it like surprised you with how how like grand of a, a process it was? Emily? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm not an engineer. I've never been around uh, construction. I've never been around barns. I've never seen a barn taken down. I've never seen a barn put up. <laughs> I, I no, like I, I had no idea. Um, and I think that that, you know, I think for everything else we filmed, I think we had like a basic idea of what we were going to see. And so, you know, from a producing standpoint, we can sort of almost get ahead of the action and we can plan like where our cameras are going to be and make sure that we're getting all the, the sort of shots we need and all the best action. But this whole process was just playing defense. It was just like leaving the cameras on and like letting you, and because you guys had so much work to do, I think that we filmed that over about a week. And, you know, like we couldn't really like get, get ahead or, you know, produce you because you guys just needed to work your butts off and work as quickly as you could. So every time something new happened, it was like, okay, <laughs> I guess we'll film this. And so we were making a lot of sort of like lot, you know, decisions from our side, like 
live because it was just like, okay, well, I guess can we break for lunch now? Or are we about to see a huge beam taken off the barn? Um, so it presents a lot of challenges, but it was, I mean, and you can see it, especially in the second episode, like when you start really sort of removing those huge beams, like that was dangerous. I mean, but you know, Ben, you fell like that was, that was probably the most dangerous moment, but like if, some, if a rope had snapped or something, like all I could think about the entire time was like my crew, you know, sitting underneath these, like, that, like these multiple ton logs like I, it was yeah it was terrifying but it was also you know it was really exciting to to see that process so I'll, I'll never forget that and it also yeah you talk about like season two like I, I I I regardless if there's a second season if you put that up ever I want to come out and like participate because it just looks so it's going to be an amazing process like I I imagine taking a barn down takes you know like a week but putting it up I can't imagine the sort of <laughs> how difficult that would be looking at you ben <laughs> i yeah i really don't know what to say i will tell you that um obviously you guys knew i was very concerned about safety especially with the camera crew um because everybody has a, a camera in their face and you know they're trying to get the action and not really looking out for anything and i made you guys wear these awesome yellow vests which <laughs> I, I'm sure we've got a picture of it um, that what Charles can like post in this so that everybody can get a good good glimpse of it of of you guys in these yellow vests um, during that time. Emily, I think you added it to your wardrobe, did you not? Oh yeah, no, it's, I I wear it all the time. I'm in a room. Sometimes I sleep in it. She but showed up. Was, she showed up at a bar after filming one night in in the vests. So, so I, yes, I did do that. Yeah, that that I did do. So all the all the kids at CMU would would know exactly who I am. But the the one thing I'll say about safety and GoPros is that and drone is that actually because of both safety and also just the logistics of you know not literally not watching the whole episodes for like I think we used a lot of different tools more than in other episodes, other cameras to try to be creative so that we could not in your way. And we had the best angles um, to, to try to do justice to what you guys are doing. So I think visually, particularly when those beams start coming down, it's one of my favorite footage, the drone, like how the drone follows these things, I think it's really cool. So we'll we'll get to the elephant in the room because we've already discussed it. But there was a moment where Ben does fall, and it was it was pretty crazy. Uh, from my perspective, we had gone up together. It was uh, a a pagger that we were trying to separate two boards, and I can't remember if it was. I think it was screwed together. We had taken the pegs out and and there was something holding the board. So Ben had to go up and was sawzine these these two uh pieces apart. And we had taken a bar off the the basket in order to be able to get down underneath it in sawzon our hands and knees. And we were we were quite high. I mean, because it's a bank barn, you know, there's the ground level 
and you're like 18 feet above ground, but then there's another 10 or 12 feet because of the where for where the ground was from where we could roll up to it. So we extended up that we boomed up on the, uh, on the, and the thing and the telehandler and we were up there and, uh, we were, Ben went up and he, he saw this. And I said, I said to him, are you getting out of the basket? Cause I hated it when he got out of the basket. Cause I, I like, I'm not scared of heights, but getting out of the basket, I'm, I'm dreadfully clumsy. So at any time, the idea of getting out of the basket, like would terrify me because I would be the guy to misstep and then boom, down I go dangling by the, the strap. Like who knows what that would do. And so I remember saying, are you out of the basket? So I was so focused on like him being out of the baskets, like uh, on the side of the building. And then uh, he got, he's like, okay, he got done and he handed the tool to me and I was turning around. And next thing I know, I just see him like fall past me, like towards out of the basket, but not quite like you landed. So Ben from like, when you missed that step, I can't tell you how close you did you do you know how close you came to falling out? Like were you aware? Because like you were really close to falling out. Like you were maybe if had I not grabbed the back of your strap, maybe you would have rolled off the side. I don't know. Were you aware how how bad this was when you slipped and you fell? Uh yes. Honestly, I didn't think I was gonna stop to tell you the truth. I thought I was just going until the harness caught me um i was very happy that i got caught by the basket (laughs) at the moment um but yeah with us we took off there's a middle bar on that basket and you can see it in the footage it's gone we had taken it off for something when we were reaching out of the basket and we never put it back on so when i went to step down i just assumed that that bar was there and that's really what caused me to fall is i was anticipating that bar being there and my my, my foot hitting it and it didn't. And I just went down and I was very happy to hit the basket and not be dangling by my harness. At the time you were happy about it. When you got up and you realized how sore you were from hitting that basket, I'm not sure if the harness would have been worse or if the basket like hitting like full on to the basket. Cause it was like your body, your legs were off and your, your, your backside was off the basket. It was actually what your ribs and your shoulder that caught it. And my, my wrist, I think my wrist was probably like the biggest thing uh, because as I started to fall, I, I realized that there was nothing there and I was trying to kind of hold on. So it twisted my wrist pretty good. Uh, but yeah, I, I was very sore uh, the next day. I think there was some ibuprofen involved for uh, day two of barn takedown. <laughs> Or barn transport, I should say. <laughs> so from on the ground, John, Emily, now let, let me ask you, because like it was scary for me because I was just like, oh, my gosh. And I felt like it was my responsibility to try to catch you. And I, I was like, I was look, I was literally you picked the moment where I'm putting the tool down and I'm looking behind me to like and I just see out of the corner of my eye, like a yellow streak streaking down. But. So John Emily, you're on the ground. You're completely helpless. Like, what was going through your mind when you saw Ben? Like, <laughs> did it? Did you think he was going down too, or did you? Were did you not notice? Yeah. Hey, wait. Be honest. Did, was everybody doing 
doing their job covering it all happens very quickly it's like okay he's caught he's moving (laughs) he's okay where are my camera people because obviously that's like you know it's a critical moment for us so um yeah my my brain is sort of like going in two two very different directions um but yeah i mean like that's that um could have been a lot worse <laughs> like as you guys are saying and you know um i don't know like I, it, that's one of those things i think as a as a producer where it's like i don't really you sort of just take it as it as it is and then it's like sort of like at lunchtime or in, in the evening it's like you kind of like kind of run through all the, the worst scenarios that could have happened and um so the call to the insurance company uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the call called my boss is back in that geo. Like, we don't have a show anymore, guys. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, we do. He was caught. So, I mean, it, it was kind of like there were some moments. I think that uh, th- when we took down those beams on top, see, that's because there's when we w- that spot where you fell, Ben, that I mean, that was high, but you were maybe 20 feet. The bad thing would have been was the tree that was right next to us and hitting the tree branches or hitting a beam when you're swinging down would probably have been worse than when you were caught. But when we first started, when you're first taking off those roof and those trusses, like especially on the one side of the building where we're on the bank barn, we're like 40 feet. We were maxed out on the height of that telehandler. And it was like, what, 35 foot lift, 35, 40 feet. And you don't realize how tall that is until then i think that was the the moments where my even though I, i'm it was kind of exhilarating and you you feel that adrenaline rush being up that high that was the moments where i think like even my stomach my stomach was kind of like starting to leave and especially when we had to dangle out to cut those things you just want them to come up you just want to get the crowbar and pry it and it for those trusses to pop up and then so often we would have to we would have to get down on our hands and knees hanging off the side of it with the sawzaws we were talking about before those i think those were the worst moments and then you your heart kind of like every time we got one loose my heart would kind of go in my throat like are we going to catch this or is it going to go tumbling down cuz those those moments are terrifying too like cuz you know you 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 don't know how it's going to bounce and where that thing can land. If, if we, if we lose it, what, what, like, what, how did you take that when we went up for those trusses? Well, I want to, I want to say a few things, you know, net like, um, during, during this process, we want to be as accurate as we can, as far as, um, the different information that we put out there. And Emily is very good at questioning all of, all of the information that goes into this. So, um, good job, Emily. Um, the one thing that we talked about was this barn and this was a big thing because realistically, yeah, the height of the barn is about 31, 32 feet, but a lot of the work or a chunk of the work that we did, we were doing it from the bank barn side, which added another 10 to 12 to 15 feet to it. I don't know exactly the number off the top of my head. So we were really pushing more like 45 feet in the air. So it was it was higher than what 
it looks like really kind of on camera because we were doing everything from that bank side. And um, yeah, 45 feet is no joke. I mean, that's up there, especially when I don't like heights. So we'll leave it at that, I guess. Um, I, I'm, I'm glad. I was, I was very relieved as the taller section started to come off. Like, it was literally like I could feel my blood pressure coming down. Every beam that, that, that came off the top was blood pressure dropping at the moment. I actually think it was the opposite. You guys were worried about date like the second day because once we started, that's the other thing. Like this whole process took a week. But once we started taking it down, we had to do it basically in two days because we were destabilizing the structure of the barn. So when we took that the top section off and we took the roof off, we basically those beams had to come down because any inclement weather, any wind like that it could just the whole thing could come down so that second day we had to get all the big beams down and as you're saying like there was a certain level of danger but i think for us that second day was a little bit more relieving because it was like that was more like lincoln logs you just pound out those pegs and you hook the straps on we had multiple uh sky tracks or telehandlers so it, it, it i felt like it went smooth because we uh we had Ben and I had done this before, so when we got like the the top part made me nervous, especially with the bank barn side. But once we got to like taking the thing the the actual barn down, it was like oh yeah, I remember yeah, this is how you kind of have to do it. And we learned some things the after the first time. I think the first barn we took down, we cracked a beam, and we we learned some things about like taking them apart and how they come apart. So I felt like for me anyways, I was like kind of like riding a bike again, Ben, like being the second barn. Like, how did you feel when we got to that, that section? Did you feel like it it was like riding a bike again and you were just getting back up there or was it a, it's an own challenge? No, I, yeah, I, I would agree, Charles. I think it was, it was, it felt like riding, riding a bike and we had a good understanding of, of the direction that we were going to go with this. Um, I will tell you that John and Emily, I think we had a conversation, Well, we had conversations a lot in the morning and they're like, okay, what's game plan? Um, what, what are we doing today? And I'm like, we're taking down the barn, hell or high water. Like it's coming down. So I don't know, just start filming and figure it out. I think was, was kind of the direction that I went with it. And they, you guys props, man, you, you, stuck in there and you got what you wanted. And I don't think Charles, you and I weren't stopping for anything. I think that was probably one of the only days during this entire film process that it was like, no, we're not doing a takeoff right now. We're just doing this. That's it. You know what I was thinking about? I actually don't think we say in the episode that one of those beams is a tree, right? Yeah. Like we talked about how it's hand hewn and like how big they are and we, but like that is a tree that has been debranched and debarked. So yeah. we pull out the uh, shortcomings of the show, Emily. Thanks. Well, <laughs> that's a good. You know, it's like they learned from the. Board, that's a great Frank point. Great point. Totally miss. Totally miss. Guys, yeah. this space—it's not just Hulu and Disney Plus. It's here. This podcast where I yes. 
podcast. Where we learn. This is where, where we, we learn. learn. Yeah, we learn the elements. Tree. It That's is a tree. It is a tree. There's there'll be a second opportunity though when we put it back up. We can talk about how that beam is a tree. So you just you make that note, put it in the season two file. I think we ought to do a graphic of a tree growing and then cutting it down and then having Charles hand hew it like a cartoon character of Charles hand hewing that into a beam. I think that would be perfect. With my for, shirt off. You know with your shirt off, yes. What show are we making now? I don't know. I just my dad gets to take his shirt off all the time. I'm kind of jealous. I wanna next season there's gonna be a lot more of that. Just telling you. I'm I'm getting in that farm fish shape so that we can uh I can't wait for season two. What whatever show that's getting made is wonderful. So, So um I'll have a confession here. So we talked about Ben's fall and, and there's a little behind the scenes um, thing that, that I'm going to share right now. So I will share that for me, I think of all the shows, I was probably in the worst mood uh, at the start of the barn takedown. And I'm not quite sure why I, I felt like I was, there was some stressful stuff going on and, uh, John, there was the first day. I'll I'll never forget this. The first day, you you were trying to get me to talk about it, and I was just really not in the mood to to play along. And uh, like I I had given you some uh, grief. Uh, we did some takes, and then uh, you wanted to murder me. I think you took me aside, and we kind of talked through some stuff, and then we went back in, and and we got it. And then and then I got my flow. And everything like that. Um, but just, you know, when I, I will say, so I owe you an apology. I was in a bad mood. That's all right. But like when you're dealing in reality and, and you need to get what you need to get, is there challenges like that with working on the show with Ben and I of like breaking us out of the moment or the stress that we're in to get you us to refocus did you find that to be a challenge throughout this series no. to, to break us out of that moment and, and get us into the the filming moments or we that that was like the fourth or fifth day like when the barn was about to be taken down i mean we we had been around that barn the entire time and the the for every day that we were there and maybe it was more than a week like it it was like okay well it's you know i was always asking like is it is it is it dangerous right now you know like what's going on so it always seems kind of vaguely dangerous to me but i just ne- was never sure like what was really going on and so at, both of you were saying like it's not dangerous until we start taking off the roof essentially and taking off those huge logs so we finally arrived the morning of the day where we're going to take this this these things off and uh, i think emily asked you the first question where she's like are you nervous? We're finally here. And you're like, nah, that's fine. <laughs> like, okay, let's ask that again in a different way. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, it's fine. Whatever. Let's, let's, let's get going. <laughs> so, like for us, for the story that we're telling, because in my mind, and I think that like, it really was a dangerous moment. By that point, I really did. I think I understood what was going on. It was like, we need to communicate for the audience at home what's about to happen. And, and so like we, it was a, it was a thing, it was a moment that we really, really needed. 
Um, so yes, I was a little testy in that moment, but, but it's good. To, it, I appreciate hearing, um, sort of, you know, why, why you are in the mood that you are in. And I think but if I, I do remember correctly, Ben, Ben was the one who stepped forward and was like, all right, guys, this is dangerous. But I <laughs> do, I will say, I think it's a testament to your, your relationship. John and Charles and all of our relationships that, you know, we filmed over a year and people, we all go have bad days or bad moods or stresses. And when you were having a bad moment, John could pull you aside and you could talk about it. And then you came back and you were ready to participate. <laughs> ben was there in the right direction and you, we just moved on. And now a year later, you guys can really hash it out. Talk, talk about what <laughs> like go through therapy. This is they're, really therapy. We're extracting. We're extracting the uh, extracting the poison. I think from. But that was. I, I want to be clear though. That was a. That was an outlier. That that's the only time. Like when I think about filming the show, that that moment moment does stand out because it was the only time that that happened. I think that generally, like you, your your two chemistry was like so great, and when you know when Beth was in scenes, like you guys, it was fun watching you guys interact and hang out, and you know it's like it, <clears throat> if we don't get a bite like that's totally perfect in the in the moment, or we don't get the thought that's completely perfect, then we have the interviews that we can t you know use later to really explain what's going on and, and what you know what, what what to get what we need. So like. No, I mean, from a from a producer's side, I think that this was like a real joy to make um, because you guys, especially like I think after the first like week of filming the first episode, sort of understood what we were looking for. And when we would step forward and ask you, hey, what's going on? You're like, you know, or I mean, Charles, you've done this for 10 years now, but like, um, yeah, I mean, you guys understood. So that that was that was a real outlier situation. Well, it's it's hard, and I'll I'll talk to Ben. I'll move I'll move this next question for Ben because, for me, like when you're when you're on this side of the camera and you're the subject material in a show like this, um, you live with your heart on your sleeve. You're not playing a character. It's not like you're you're working as an actor and you're just like, okay, action. I'm gonna be Charles now, and then cut. Okay, I can go back to being like whatever it is you are who you are and so you have to kind of wear your heart on your sleeve so when you have those moments that are challenging for you or you're just not feeling it it's really hard to 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 separate that and say like well i have a job to do here i have to be on camera ben did you find that challenging like john said i've been doing this for a long time so you know, even I had my moments where I was like over it in that moment and just did not want to participate in the filming of a television show in that moment. I just wanted to do what we were doing that day. Did you have those moments on like where you're just like you, you just were not so you found it challenging to hide your emotions um, from, you know, and, and be like kind of a, a character in a television show, so to speak? Yeah, I think everybody at this point um, knows I wear, I mean, it's pretty typical for me to wear my um, emotions on my sleeve. 
And if for some reason I didn't, Emily always knew exactly what was going on in her mind. She she was able to pick up on it. So it didn't really matter. Even if I didn't that day, Emily was like, you know, we're just going to give about a minute. And um, she knew my my machine. Uh, the machine for me is like a very safe space, right? That is my safe space. Um, I can kind of get in it and move dirt. And um, I think Emily realized that very quickly. And every time I went to get in the machine, it was... Um, get a GoPro and give them give them a, a walkie-talkie. So the next thing you know, I have therapy sessions with Emily in the machine, and we did that an enormous amount as time went on. It was every time I went to get in the machine, are you going to be in there a little while? Give them give them a walkie. Give them give them give put a get a get a GoPro in there. So um, I I guarantee you there is an enormous amount of footage of me in machines once Emily picked up on the fact that the machine was my safe space, but. Yes, it is difficult. There were there were mornings. Um, I mean, it's it, one. It's difficult. We went on these binge filming sessions of like two to three weeks, where it's like um, Emily and John and 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 you, Charles, were like practically part of my crew. I felt like I. I mean, I see my crew every day, every morning at seven thirty, and it's like, well, you guys are now part of the team, and we're doing this, and. It's a lot when you spend that much time with someone. Um, it's a lot. And I think it's even if it's even harder just in the fact that I can't just go to work and do what I want to do because I have Emily or John or someone piping in and asking me questions like, so what are you doing? Well, what does it look like I'm doing, Emily? I'm filling in the hole with dirt. That's exactly what I'm doing right now. So, um, there, you know, there are moments like that where it's like, really, I got to explain this. But no, it, it was you guys were great. At the end of the day, I think um, we all kept our emotions in check to a certain point. I think, and and we did a good job. I can't remember. Was me, this? Before? I have a question. I have a question. Oh, for go Charles. Ahead. Yes. You say you wear your heart on your sleeve and you're, you know, and I, I, I'm quite proud of, I, I feel like we, um, you know, captured you guys at, at your best and, you know, put, you know, like captured you guys in a really nice way. Like when you film, and I have not seen all 200 plus episodes of The Bet Show, your role on that show is quite different. Um, this, you know, you're sort of the the leading man of of this of this show. Do you do you engage in that show in a different way that you do on this show, or do you do you see sort of uh, that they're kind of the same thing, and you uh, you know you're the same human being, you know, when you when you're filming on both shows? Uh, that's a great question. Um... <laughs> I've been dying to ask this question since like we first started filming. <laughs> The truth is, is that um, I think I am, but it's in the editing. You know, um, they when we first started doing the show in season one, I remember very specifically some folks at Nat Geo were like, uh, we're Nat Geo, we don't do funny. And uh, it, it was like, it took a while I think uh, till season three and four where we kind of, and in season three and four, um, they, they highlighted my character a lot more. We went kind of more traditional reality where we would, we'd have these uh, things and adventures that we would follow outside of the clinic. 
and then it kind of kind of got pared back and and we did less of that as as the seasons went on so there are moments in the show that i think if you went back and watched certain episodes from certain seasons where you would see um like you'd be like oh yeah like i see that's that's this show except in like a a five minute segment versus you know stretched out over 22 minutes but then there was a whole like there there are more moments where i'm working on an animal or something serious it's it's kind of hard to be like to go into a farm where somebody's worried about their horse their sick horse and might die and then just like crack jokes about something and or be very you know um the the levity of the situation, you know, make, make light of it. Um, so it, it's more difficult to do that. Um, my dad and I have moments in the, the car that I think are fun, but a lot of, lot of, I think people from who work on the crew, uh, would say that like behind the scenes or when we're just joking around on set, then like, it's, that's where, like you see that this show, but in the behind the scenes moments that, that don't necessarily make the camera. So if that makes sense, I, I do, I, I, I'm not very good. I'm not a very good actor. I would never be a good actor because I, I can only play one character and that's myself. And, uh, so that's difficult. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like, you know, so it, it's there. I just think you guys allowed us to go to a different space. You allowed us to do funny and to, to, to play that. And then like highlight Ben and my relationship, which I, I think I can't remember. I was going to ask, was this episode did like in filming order, was this before we did the garden and the pond or after we did the garden and the pond? I can't remember if we, we did it. It was the first thing we did when we came back. Yeah. Yeah. I, this was, this was pretty stressful. I was like pretty stressed about this process. I think Ben was too, like taking down this barn was a lot of work. Uh, it was a lot of like early mornings. We were there all day. We were working. And I remember that by time we got into the garden and kind of reworking the uh, sheep hut and, and the issues that we had there, Ben and I were, we had our moment, our John and my, like the, the moment that you and I had John, Ben and I kind of had that moment where we were like ready to kill each other one night. And we were just like, really. And you know, you, you just come to those things and you gotta like, that's filmmaking though. That's like in every show that I've ever been on when you're, when there's so much pressure to do this and to pull this off and, and to make it in the, the filming process. And especially when you're doing like big projects on top of filming, there's so much, it's like a pressure cooker and it's got to well, let itself think, off. I think Charles, I think you hit it like right on the head. You know, I'm used to doing big projects and, and um, with, with work, that's what, that's what I do. What I'm not used to dealing with is, um, a production company and a camera crew and a sound guy that are all flying in from across the U.S. Um, for this one specific week or this one specific shoot of two or three weeks. And it's like, we have to do this, right? So if we get a crappy week of weather, which we live in Michigan and we all know how that happens, it's like, you got to deal with it. 
Um, and we're not sending everybody home for the day and then flying them back out the next day. So there was definitely an, uh, an added level of pressure there that I typically don't have to deal with, right? So um, I think that was probably my biggest challenge in, in, and my stress level was probably the worst um, in those moments because it's like, it is October in Michigan and one day we can have a beautiful 65 degree sunny day when we took down the barn, thank goodness. Um, or we can, I think three days later, I think there was like an inch of snow that happened at some point and it was 25 degrees and Emily's like, I'm out of here. <laughs> but I think that that's why the show also works because there are natural stakes, things like a garden, which on its face might not be so stressful, actually is because if you're going to make this weather show, it is stressful. And that's a gift as a producer to have things like baked in stakes and timeline. Um, at the end of the day, you guys planned this whole thing just so that we would be stressed out. It was a science experiment, really. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, like every, every television show is in a way. <laughs> it's, yeah, but I, I, I mean, to, to, say, to follow on with the, what Emily said, I think that so many other, everything else that happened on this farm, there was mis mistakes were made throughout. Um, but the mistakes... Lessons were learned, but you know, if a mistake was made here on this barn takedown, the 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 significance of that were, were so, the were so much greater uh, than you know if you I don't know build the sheep hut in the wrong way, for instance. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I think that that's why this was, this was a very stressful stressful time for you guys and for us. But I think. You know, that's why I'm also so proud of these episodes because they look so epic, you know, they, it, and, and it's so visually different from, than the rest of the show, you know, and, and uh, the story and the, the sort of like little fact, factoids that you take away from it are, are so cool and different. Uh, it has a really unique identity. So I, I don't know. Yeah, these are, these are some special episodes. And um, I, yeah, I mean, I wish we could have done another half hour. Um, it probably wouldn't have been as exciting. It would have just been you guys like removing, you know, like siding from the from the barn. But uh, <laughs> the director's cut. The director's cut we'll would have do yeah. the director's cut. Exactly. Exactly. It, there, this is the yeah. It was. You know, it's funny because this was the one thing, and I'm trying to think. Besides you falling, Ben, I don't think there was any this is the thing that went like the smoothest, but I, I do think that our stress level from this, like that affected the rest of the shoot, like the next two weeks, because like I had my moment on camera or off camera rather with, you know, in that, that time. But like, I think like you kind of had your moment on camera where you like kind of broke down a little bit because you were like stressed out and you're missing your family and everything. And it, it came, do you think that the stress of this barn like played into that, what happened in the next two episodes or do you think uh, it, it was unrelated? No, I definitely, I think it was definitely probably some of the stress again, 
um you know we were dealing with that time crunch and i for me to for me with the job that we do it's very easy for me to be like okay we have a job that's an old dirt job and they're calling for a week of rain this week well i'm gonna push that job the next week so that we can um just kind of we'll do something different while the weather's crappy and then we'll go do this one later well we didn't really have that opportunity so it it was like every day I think I was on my phone constantly just looking at the weather. Like, how are we, are we going to be able to pull this off? Um, I, I think the um, stress from that, once we were actually done with the barn and we had the barn transported back to your house, there was a sigh of relief, but I think definitely, I think that stress level played through then going into the other things that we did. And I just, yeah, I had my moment on camera and John and Emily were like, Thank goodness he did it on camera. That is so perfect, I think. Coming off real evil in this one. No, no, no. It's no. just how it shook out. If you guys, if you guys would have been recording the, the speech or left the cameras running, that's what you had to do is just tell them never stop filming, and then you would capture me having my meltdown off camera. And in, in that moment, there was other one other moment, and and I'll tell you, like it's it's kind of because. It was for next episode, but there was a moment, like I said, Ben and I had kind of a falling out and we, we were like, had this yelling match, but again, happened off camera. And then, you know, like brothers, you just, you, you work it out and whatever, but there was the next day, there was a moment and I, I can't, it, it was with the pond. It was when we were digging the pond and laying the liner out. And I was sitting there on the side of the pond, sitting on the liner. And you could tell that I was really like kind of down in the dumps and I was like, not my usual chipper self or making jokes or anything like that. I was just kind of sitting there and I watch that back now of me sitting there and it takes me back to like being like, Oh, like, like play that, like sad Charlie Brown music in my head, like of me sitting on the side of the pond. Um, but that all that happened, it's, it's just one of those things. I mean, that's and you talk about the incredible Dr. Pole. And that's one of the funny things. This show was such a cramp shooting schedule because we had to shoot all these things. We had to shoot all these seasons and then we couldn't like we had to spread it out because it was all seasonal where the incredible Dr. Pole, we, we have the luxury of having 20 episodes. We shoot for 35 weeks. And so because the crew's there, if you're having a bad day, if you're having one of those stress moments, they can afford to be like, you know what, like, let's let's go shoot something else or let's go ride with Dr. Brenda today and we'll, we'll let you and Dr. Pole just go do your things. And so we have those moments of the pressure valve just kind of loosening and letting off the steam in that way because we have the luxury of time. But in, in this series, we did not have that luxury of time. We had to use every moment and we had to get what we had to get because there was no extra time. Did you feel that time crunch, uh, John and Emily, like doing this series that there was this pressure of like, we got three weeks, we got to get this done and it's got to happen. I mean, Emily would write a schedule at night and then send it to you guys and be like, here's your day tomorrow. And it was like every hour was for her. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, you felt that pressure from us because our expectation was that you would show up <laughs> right on time, ready to film. Um, yeah, like we, uh, yeah, this was, 
you know, sometimes we could get away, we could go, we could go film the bees with Beth. Um, but there was, because, you know, we were really following you, both of you build this farm. There was no, yeah, there was no other sort of action to cut away to. Um, so yeah, it was, um, and yes, like the things that you had to do and the amount of time that we had out there was so, was so small, not only for our filming, but also, you know, Ben has a, a job back in the city to get back to like, yeah, everything had to be crammed into some, you know, yeah, if, if the cameras weren't there, I'm sure it would have taken you a couple of years to put this all together. I'm glad we did it this way. It was awesome. But uh, yeah, the, the pressure was always, always there. Mostly it was like, we need to finish this before we leave in a week or two weeks or whatever it was. Cause we were only there for a, in a week or two blocks. And if we didn't, it was like, I, I, Ben has to go back to work. You know, our crew has other jobs that they're going to go on to. Um, so yeah, it was, it was, it was immensely stressful. So the last thing, and, and we're talking a little out of order because we we've like talked through this barn and, and, and talked through a bunch of cool things. Thank you everybody for joining us. But uh, I have one last like question. So to start this episode and actually to start our, our three week adventure this time, we went to Ben's pumpkin fest and uh, I'm glad that it made the series. Um, was that uh, Ben? We you you obviously have that every year. Um, was it like great to have John and Emily and the crew there at the Pumpkin Fest? That was it like? Uh, did you find that to be like a bonding experience having them at this family event? Like, uh, and 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 being able to to share that with everybody. I did. I think, um, and, and honestly, I could have cared less if any of it got, got filmed. Um, but for me, the more the merrier, right. And, and, and the more people that I can surround and John, Emily, obviously I consider you guys friends. And that was something that you happen to be coming into town right around the, the right time for, to be able to experience that with us. I, I think I, I, at the moment, I mean, you guys know who, how I am, but I mean, we cooked all kinds of food for you and the camera crew um, that was kind of different than we did for everybody else. Cause I wanted you to really experience um, the farm um, and, and the fall weather and the pumpkin like that, that time frame. And this was just before we kicked off that very stressful moment of starting to take down the barn, right? So um, it was a great, I think it was a great kickoff to that shoot. Um, I'm ecstatic that you guys were able to be there and the uh, the, the camera crew and, and everybody else involved um, was able to be there and experience that with our families. I mean, this I we're, I think this year is 11 years. I think we just did 11 years this year, 10 years this year. I don't even remember anymore. But every year it kind of gets bigger and bigger. And um, knowing me, I just continue to invite more and more. So maybe you'll see it again in season two for a great kickoff to the fall. Um, and I think that was a good transition for you guys, John and Emily, to be able to kind of really – push us from that summer into that fall time frame. It was a wonderful event. And I got to meet your parents, Ben, you know, his parents and brothers. And it was, it, you know, we, I've said this before, but I know that it's important to both me and John. We also 
I'm speaking for you, John. Um, we all consider you friends. And to be able to be in an event like that, I think it just, it, you know, it, it helps us all each other and it feels special. Thank you, everybody, for joining us for an all new Incredible cast. Uh, we'll be back again next Sunday with an all new episode of the Incredible Polecast. In the meantime, you can watch the Incredible Pole Farms on Nagia Wild on Saturdays at 10 p.m. or binge the entire series right now on Disney Plus and Hulu. Good, Great good seeing, seeing you. everybody. Bye. See ya.